All right, what's up, everyone? It's Zach, and today I'm joined here with Alec Pantelio. Alec, how are you doing today, man? You know, better than I deserve. Better than I deserve. <laughs> I love that. So Alec is a former Division One All-American in wrestling, professional wrestler, uh, Nike athlete, all-around great guy, and we're super happy to have you here to talk to. Yeah, I'm stoked to be here, man. You know, it's, it's, it's an honor. Thank you, man. Thank you. So, you know, that's kind of the, the the short and sweet of your experience, your background, but do you mind kind of diving in to who you are, what you do, all that good stuff? Right. Um, yeah, I mean, many people that know me, they know me as that, that wrestler from the park, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, a little bit about me. I mean, I grew up from a family of wrestlers. My, my, my dad and my uncles and my cousins were all stellar wrestlers in their own outright. Um, and then I kind of jumped into it at a young age. And then I went to Canton High School. Me and my buddy Ben Griffin um, ended up being Michigan State champs there. And then I, um, by kind of like luck, I got into U of M and I started as a true freshman. And then I ended up being a three-time All-American there and uh, placing third in the nation my senior year. And then now um, I've I've been out of school for two years now. And now I actually wrestle full-time as a professional athlete with Cliff Keen Wrestling Club. Um, and I'm a Nike sponsored athlete. So basically my, my job, what I get paid to do is to try to be the best wrestler in the world. So it's, uh, to say I'm doing better than I deserve is what I, <laughs> I mean, I'm literally getting paid to chase my dream. So, um, I mean, that's just a little bit about what I, what's up with me right now. Yeah, no, that's amazing, man. And like, I just think back to, you know, just thinking back to high school, that's been, geez, what, like eight eight years ago probably like eight nine years ago at this point and like ever since I've known you like you've been one of like the hardest working people you know chasing after your goals and to kind of see your journey throughout high school college and now professionally it's been awesome to see yeah thanks man I'm a firm believer in you know a man understanding his why and having Mm -hmm. a purpose in life something to chase after you see a lot of a lot of people right now are lost in life not sure what to do and Thankfully, I've had some great mentors and great friends, and uh, my goal, my vision of what I wanted to accomplish has always been very clear. So it's kind of been a lot of luck and a lot of right decision-making that's got me to where I am right, right now. Definitely. And now, like, I mean, if you don't mind me asking, like, what is, like, what is your why or what is your goals, right? right. What are your goals right now? No, I mean, I look at myself and I, I have a set of skills that you just don't see in a lot of people. And for me to not be anything but, like, a world champion wrestler – is yeah. for me to sacrifice my gift, you know, and it, by no means am I w- walking around a world champion right now, but mm-hmm. um, I've just, over these years, I've ke- I kept on progressively getting better and better. And I still am. And um, I, by the time I walk away from this sport, you know, maybe be an injury this year or a few years down the road, I, I plan to have accomplished, you know, at least some world, world medals around my neck at these big tournaments. Definitely. And this, this year you were, in a big tournament like over in Europe, right? Right. I um so I've actually made Team USA age group wise um a couple of times in the past. I was on right. I was on the eighteen and under um world team and then the twenty three and under world team. And I actually lost to some really good guys, one guy from Azerbaijan, one guy from India, you know, like second round. It was it was just, it was just a tough, uh tough tournament, you know. But yeah. I, I started looking at those matches and, you know, I'd be losing on like criteria or losing just by a point. And I made some mm-hmm. changes And this past, past year. I went down to Cuba and won that tournament. 
And then just recently I was in Italy and I wrestled uh, a two-time Olympian and former world um, finalist and I beat him twice. And so thankfully it's just me making these little changes um, from the yeah. past. It looks like it's working out. So I'm trying to keep those. Definitely. Going. That's awesome. And now Alec, you mentioned, you know, wrestling's in the family, it's in the blood. <laughs> Would you say, you know, to get to where you've gotten, has that been just like natural God-given talent or like, have you had to just like work nonstop? I, I know you work like crazy right. to get to where you are, but like, do you think it's a combination of both or do you just have that natural ability when it comes to wrestling? You know, I am very, I'm very blessed with a set of gifts as far as I'm very explosive. I'm, um, mm-hmm. you know, not to toot my horn, but I'm pretty strong. <laughs> um, you know, I, and I have a good spatial awareness. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I can control my body pretty well. That said, none of that, I wasn't born like, with, with that superior in a superior sense i, I had to had to work on it you know right. i spent my i remember back in high school you know i had friends friday nights saturday nights going out and partying i'd be in like a gym, gymnasium yeah. practicing my backflips and practicing flexibility and stuff like that and you know i i i did i, I go to the gym i'm on a very rigorous lifting schedule and and it's not easy you know but that's that's why right. i think it's a separating between what I was in the past and what I am now is staying consistent in your training and keep honing on your skills. Definitely. And I, I love the consistency aspect of it. You know, you have to keep working at it and, you know, not get complacent. And I think, you know, a, a concept that I like to talk about is like getting 1% better each day. You know, that one extra rep in the gym, that one extra minute, you know, running or whatever you have to do for your training. Like it's just, that continual growth is what what gets you there, right? Well, Zach, actually, that's I want to bring up that question uh, a question for you. Then, um, yeah, I actually just saw something interesting the other day. It said, "What got you here won't get you there," and I started thinking about that. Um, my question to you is: Do you think to a point you have to change up what you're doing, or do you think you should always stay a path um, that you think is going to end up where you need need it to be? Like, was that, did I phrase that correctly? Or, yeah, yeah, you did, and that's a good question. I think that, you know, that's it, tough because part of me says you always want to stick to your guns, but at the same time, we live in a world where things are are changing. And I mean, even without being too familiar with wrestling, I'm sure there's a lot of analytics out there where technology gets better and there's more information out there on how to get better at wrestling and how to prepare for your matchups. So it's like if you stick to what you've always done you might be missing out on, you know, key things that can get you to that next level. So I think it's kind of like, you know, ride it to the wheels fall off, but know that they probably will fall off at some point. And that's when you have to adapt. And I think adaptability is a huge skill that helps you get to the next level in anything you do. Right. I love that, Zach. That's, that's, that's huge. You know, we saw in past yeah. this past year, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. people, their lives were extremely disrupted between their schedules yeah. and, just availability to go out and do things. Um, I've seen a lot of great people, though. They adapt and they made the best of their training, the best of their financial situations, and they're doing really, really well right now. So I, I exactly think backing off them, and I fully agree. Ad- adapting is exceptionally important. Definitely, definitely for sure. And I mean, do you do you think like just from your experience so far? in your career, have you had a lot of moments where you have had to adapt or would you say like this training you're doing now is, is pretty close to what you've done even back in high school? Right. So, I mean, I guess we'll say on the terms of wrestling here, just, so going back to what I said, I used to spend those days lifting, you know, and going to the mm-hmm. gym, doing aerial awareness, stuff like that. So that was 
in high school, that was the separating factor. You know, I was just more athletic than when I wrestled. And when I got to college, you know, everyone there is is good. They're big recruits. And you see that technique start coming into play. And I lacked in that technique. And I had to go back and I had to, I had to revisit things that I neglected in the past, um, kind of starting from square one. So, um, I mean, yeah. So from my end, I think it's really important that you, you have to, um, understand that maybe what got you here won't get you there. And even now when I'm on the senior circuit here, um, I told you I I made a few world teams, but I didn't have the the success I I needed. And this past year, especially I started really focusing in on, learning the technique. I, I bring it like a journal every day to practice, write down what went well, what didn't go well, what do I need to work on? Um, what did I like, you know, what I think was good, but can still be better. And I yeah. think that made a huge difference for me this past year. And I'm going to keep doing this moving forward. I love that. That's, that's a phenomenal thing. Just having that journal to kind of keep that pulse, you know, keep the, the finger on the pulse and know, you know, what you're doing well, what you need to work on and just, kind of be in that constant state of evaluation. Yeah. You're your own worst, worst critic, you know? So if you don't know, you are, yeah. if you don't know what you're doing wrong or what you're doing right, then, you know, don't expect someone else to tell you. Exactly. So. Definitely. And now I know you mentioned like the journal with, that's what you do when you, you know, go train and, and with everything wrestling related, do you do anything like that in your personal life or, you know, how much does your mindset on the mat, you know, impact your your mindset just in life right i'm a very competitive person and i'm, I'm also very stingy with my time um so I, I do spend a lot of time with myself by myself talking to myself um so i don't okay. like journal but i do a lot of conversations with myself you know asking okay. what do i need to do what did i do great today every night before i go to bed i ask myself i'm like was i was i happy with today's performance did i do something yeah. to be a superior person than i was yesterday um Usually every day I'm, I'm, I'm riding that wave pretty well, you know, yeah, but definitely. I mean, writing it down. Yeah. It might be a good idea, but at the same time, I feel like I personally don't need to. Yeah. I mean, nothing wrong with that. And I think we all have our own different systems. And I think what you, you said, just, you know, at the end of the day, even just talking to yourself, like what happened today, what did I like? What didn't I like? Did I accomplish my goals? Did I get better? Just like having that conversation with yourself is Super you know what, Zach, one thing too, I don't know if you've um, heard about the um, a book, it's called Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't read it yet, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but one thing I noticed, or I, I heard him say in a podcast, one thing he did is, he says he writes down every day what he does. Yeah. I mean, from everything, from today I, I successfully drank a cup of coffee, I successfully went to the bathroom, like, he writes down a right. list of things he does. And I guess that's how he keeps track of how successful he was in the day, just having a huge list of little little victories throughout the day. Exactly. And I think that that's a great point, like just little victories. Like I think so many of us get caught up in like trying to chase big things and like that's great and it's good to accomplish big things. But if you, you know, go through a day and do a lot of small things, but you didn't get that one big thing done and you look at, you know, that day as a loss or a fail – you know, I think that's just, you have to change that mindset and realize all the wins you have right. too. Yeah, man. Just be, be present, you know, take care of every minute yeah. and then the hours will take care of themselves, you know? Definitely. Is there anything that you do that helps you stay present? Um, uh, I'd say I drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> no, I, uh, there's many times I do go, I'm kind of anonymous 
that's the right word on autonomous. So I kind of go throughout the day. I'm like autopilot is what I mean, you know? Okay. Um, yes. But there yeah. are some times when, you know, I'll catch myself in the middle of practice and I'll start thinking about, Oh, what am I having for dinner? Or I'll catch myself, yeah. you know, um, heading into a workout, think about other things. And I'm pretty good at, at checking myself and put myself back on, on, a you know, the right, the right schedule to, understand what's what i'm about to do right so if i'm leading to to the gym right and i'm thinking about uh god knows what i tell myself i'm like alec dude you gotta go to the gym you have two hours to attack this workout and that's it you have the rest of the day to think about this yeah. um okay. but uh again i'm a very critical person on myself um i don't expect a lot of other people to do that kind of stuff but again it works for me right Definitely. And I mean, like you said earlier, we're our own worst critics. And I know just from knowing you on a personal level, like I know how hard you are on yourself, but you know, that's what makes you who you are and what's also led you inevitably to the success. Well, Zach, there's something very, um, very gratifying and very just fulfilling about doing hard things that you don't want to do, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and there like, is, yeah. I, I don't want to have to go through a hard workout every day, you know, even days I'm feeling sore, but Again, laying in bed at night, I asked myself, I'm like, did I, did I win the day? Did I, was I superior to myself? And most of the times I don't leave life up to fate. You know, I I take control of my own fate and that's just me personally. It's it's got me where I am today. I'm a very happy person. I like my life and I I think I'm going to keep doing this, you know? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it's working. So keep riding the wave. Thanks, man. Of course. So, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of people in the world who, maybe, you know, grow up playing a sport, they play high school, awesome, you know, then it starts to get smaller and smaller, like from there, less people play in college, less people make it to the professional level. Was the transition for you ever like a difficult or like a jarring adjustment? Or was it pretty much just like, all right, time to level up and just kind of keep going until you get to right. the top? So let's talk about that transition, you know, I mean, for for sports, especially for wrestling, less than 1% of everyone who wrestles in high school or in youth wrestling transition into college mm-hmm. wrestling and especially a D1 program. Less oh, wow. than 1%. It, yeah. It's very few, few people. Wow. I mean, each our roster at U of M was 32 guys, right? Mm-hmm. And to be honest, Zach, I got in off of just luck. And the, I mean, I was – so, again, I was a one-time state champ. Um, I, I lost a lot of my, my seasons to injury. You know, I broke my hand in high school. Right. But anyways, the guy who was supposed to who was recruited over me, he um he made some bad decisions and he couldn't get into the school and I kinda got, got a lucky chance to get in. And I made the best of it, man. I started as a true freshman, like I said. But that transition yeah. happened because I had a bunch of great mentors in my ear helping me along. From my uncle who wrestled in Michigan, from my coaches who saw saw that I was gifted athletically and that they can teach me some wrestling, then maybe I can do something special. Um yeah. My family, my friends, everyone, they all they all supported me. And you know, I, again, my life's easy, man. To have all that behind me supporting me, there's no reason I shouldn't have been successful. You know, so that was my transition. Yeah. But I'm at that same point now where I'm I'm on the senior circuit here, um, training for to make an Olympic team and a world championship team. And these guys, man, I mean, everyone's a national champ. Everyone is a multiple time, you know, yeah. world team member. And you've got to beat these guys. So I'm I'm still working on that trans that transition right now, which is why I said I, I've changed my strategy towards training, towards learning the sport more than just yeah. the 
you know, doing the super hard stuff, but understanding the sport, understanding wrestling, understanding that, you know, it's, it's kind of like a ballet of knowing what to do. If one guy does this, you do that. You don't think about how to do this. Yeah. If it doesn't work, then we'll figure it out later. You know, it's understanding how the wrestling unfolds throughout a match. If, if that makes sense, you know, it does. Yeah. I mean, it's a dance, right? Like it's a dance and you want to, you know, anticipate what your dance partner is going right. to do. Right. Exactly. You know, and that's the best you see the, I mean, in football and any other kind of team sport, like having a chemistry of understanding yeah. um, what's happening, like you know, mm-hmm. and that's where I'm at now. I'm starting to understand now if I do this, this, this guy does that, or if he does that, I'm going to do this before, you know, in right. other sports, you would just do things. And then if it didn't work, well, we'll try again later, you know? Um, right. So that, yeah, I mean, that's, that's transition I'm making. It's just understanding how it all unfolds and, and manipulating it to, to work for me. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. And it sounds like it's, it's working in your favor and I know you'll continue to work hard at it. And I have no doubt, you know, it's going to continue to give you that success. Yeah. Too. I hope man, <laughs> success isn't promised, you know, you can only just work for it. So I hope. That's true. Yeah. And, you know, that's the thing that I, I, it leads me to something that I've always really respected and appreciated about you since the day that, you know, I met you years ago in high school, you're super driven, hardworking. You've had, you know, some good success, whether it's in high school, um, you know, being an all American in college at U of M professionally, you know, right now, you've always been really grounded and humble and, you know, you're, you're very confident in your skills, but you're not out here just saying like, oh yeah, like I'm, you know, the best in the world, right? Like you, you know, you have that humble to your humbleness. Well, to you know, again, that, that just, I appreciate that first of all, but that just reflects back to, yeah. you know, my friends, my family, my, my mentors I'm around, you know, um, and especially a, a sport like wrestling, like <laughs> winning the Olympics is like the pinnacle or winning a world championships is the pinnacle. It's, there's no like, you could say I'm a pro athlete, but there's not a lot of money in this sport. You know, there's not a huge amount of fame. Mm-hmm. People don't really follow wrestling. So we do this strictly because we like to embrace hard things. We like to do things that other yeah. people just don't. We're a bunch of kind of sadistic psychopaths. If you really think about it, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, for me yeah. to act all pompous and act like I'm better than someone, it doesn't, I mean, at what? At wrestling? That's it, <laughs> you know? There's, there's yeah. more to life than just sport, and I, I thankfully I've I've learned that I'm 24 years old, and I've learned that at a young age, and you know I'm hopefully going to carry this through. So definitely, awesome! I love that, and you know, I, I talk a lot about passions with people on this podcast, and you know, you're you're obviously passionate about wrestling, but you know, it's very easy to identify ourselves as like what we do, but I mean, other outside of wrestling, you know what you know, what gets Alec excited? What other passions do you have? Whether it's, you know, things to do or just read or mind. I'm glad you asked whatever. me that, man. Cause I was going to say earlier, even though I'm a wrestler, I, I, um, like people who really know me know that there's more to me than just wrestling. You know, um, oh, yeah, I've got definitely. a lot of different passions that I have a lot of fun with, you know? So from as far as like, I love hands-on things. I love building things and, you know, trying my hand at learning new skills I'm a big motorcycle guy, big car guy, you know, yep. um, just adrenaline junkie in general, you know. So I, I like to go out and have a good time. I'm, I'm not the kind of guy to go, like, party super hard, you know, but I do enjoy spending time right. with quality friends. And um, me personally, I, I, I get a lot of gratification or not a, a lot of um, – I get very happy when I like to – 
to build things or make something and then I get to see the finished product, if that makes sense. So even even like yeah. going on a hike and getting to the top of a mountain, looking down, that's very fulfilling to okay. me. Opposed to just like yeah. I, I I I enjoy the process, but I like doing things where like you like you can win it, if that makes sense. Yeah. It goes right. back to that competitiveness. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, I love that. And I mean I've seen, you know, countless uh pictures of you know motorcycles and and cars and stuff um so i know that's a big right thing for yeah you. just opportunities you know having yeah you, again you you're on this planet for however however long you're lucky to be you know so i'm yeah. just a man that's trying to chase opportunity and doing stuff that just you know regular people don't definitely and i mean i, I think that's something you've really hit home here that you know you're all about finding opportunity even when opportunity isn't presenting itself and seizing the day, making the most out of everything that comes your way to anyone that's listening that might maybe struggle with that, or, you know, has a hard time finding that motivation or drive. Like, is there any advice that you have or anything that you would tell well, someone like that? One thing I would say is, you know, a lot of people have a hard time, you know, they, they don't really know what they like doing in their off time. Some people just like they stick to social media, yeah. things like that. Um, one thing mm-hmm. I would say is your hobbies and your things you like, you have to stumble upon yourself. They don't come to you, you know? Um, so me, for example, I've tried my hand at countless different things, you know, and I've started to narrow yeah. down what I really enjoy most, you know? Um, so yeah, for, I mean, for example, motorcycle, right. You brought that up. I, I've, I'm a huge motorcycle yeah. guy and I've got my whole life. My parents telling me yeah. I can't own a motorcycle, <laughs> you know? And uh, I finally, <laughs> I, my first bike I bought was just a piece of crap and needed a bunch of work. Barely ran, but from there I just yeah. I learned to start working on them and, and fix them up a little bit. And then I'm like, okay, I like how this has that. And then I got a different bike that had that. And then I'm like, what can I change now again? And then Zach, over these past few years, I've had countless bikes. I've, I've had basically every kind of motorcycle I've wanted, you know. And then I've t- brought it to okay, yeah. how else can I keep pushing the boundary? And now I I took them to the racetrack, you know, and that's a whole different kind of beast okay. is understanding that. Yeah. So um, what I'm saying is like, I went from not being able to have a bike to being race them on the racetrack just from, you have to, you have to right. keep, keep figuring it out. What do you like doing more? What do, what do you like doing more? Um, And that's, yeah, that's, that's what I say to someone else is you got to go test those waters. You got to see what you like to do. Definitely. You know, that's so important because you never know what, you're going to like or you know fall in love with doing and i think it's kind of funny that you said you know you grew up being told you know you're never going to get a bike you can't get one and now that's one of your right biggest exactly <laughs> you know it's, it's it's like with school too i mean that's this is like a simile you could yeah. make is people certain subjects in school just resonate with people more than other ones you know i mm-hmm. for example i love learning about history about stupid things that we did okay. as, as people you know and learning <laughs> from those mistakes um but math, no way. Yeah. That was not my thing, you know? So, I mean, you have to find the right. thing you're interested in, your subject, and spend time, you know, start learning more about it and more about it. And um, that's another thing I, I I pride myself in is I like to know little little things that people don't know about and then bring up in a conversation. They're like, how do you know that? And I'm like, I don't know, <laughs> you know? You just spend time <laughs> reading little fun facts and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, Definitely. I mean, I think kind of goes back to what you've been saying. Like we're on this earth for a certain amount of time. Like we have to make the most of it, learn as much as we can, be curious with what we do, learn what we want to do, because 
unless you get out there and try these things or learn these things, you're never going to know. And you're just going to sit there and kind of waste the well, days. Again, away it comes down to you. It's you have to step outside your comfort zone. You know, again, there's something very, yeah. very fulfilling, gratifying about doing things that are difficult, you know. So whether it is maybe you want to learn how to code, you maybe you have to go sit down and start teaching yourself how to do some coding, watch YouTube videos or Maybe you want to learn how to sew. That's one thing I picked up during quarantine, man. I I became like a master, like 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 sewer. I, I can sew everything now. I I bought a sewing machine and just, I just really? started learning, okay. learning new skills. Yeah, so things like that, you That's know. Awesome. And, and it's like again, my parents are like, why do you know that? I'm like, well, why not? You know. Um, yeah. Is it a huge passion line? No, but now I know at least. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I love that though. Like you know. Why do you know right. that? Why not? You know, like there's so many resources out there. You mentioned YouTube videos. There's literally there's literally YouTube videos for anything. You're like Google, like just look up anything. And I truly am a believer. We can learn to do anything we want if we put in the time because the resources are there right. if you look yeah. hard enough. And that's the other thing too is you know just during this um this quarantine, I started looking into you know mm-hmm. even like small businesses. So I've been on Etsy a lot. And, and I started to appreciate some of the craftsmanship these people do these of, of stuff that I've tried. Like, I mean, I, I tried doing a little bit of like leather craft work to make a wallet. Didn't work at all, you know, but like these empty, like sellers and all that, yeah. like I appreciate that they, they go through the ringer and they teach themselves these skills that kind of are they're, they're inimitable skills that like, they're doing the best of anyone else out, else out there, and, yeah. you know, so you got to give uh, respect to where it's due, you know, and, that's just that's my personal uh, viewpoint on it no i completely agree and you know i think we've talked a lot today about you know your career in wrestling and being a you know professional wrestler and you know that's awesome you're clearly passionate about it i love watching you and supporting you out the supporting you throughout the years but at the end of the day like if you know leather making (laughs) is your passion go after it if your passion is, you know, to anyone listening, like, it doesn't matter what your passion is. Like, it doesn't have to be a professional sport. It doesn't have to be, like, something mainstream. Like, if you love doing something, who cares? You know, just do it, right? Like, just try to be the best at it. Um, you know, people will right. appreciate you. Yeah, and it. again, your passion's always subject to change, you know? I'm, I'm 24 years yeah. old right now, and uh, they, they've changed numerous times, you know? I From back in the day, it was, you know, solely just wrestling, and not now it is that, like wrestling and, you know, like trying to represent the country is my main passion because that's what I'm best at. Mm-hmm. But there's different there's different mm-hmm. like facets I can follow. And, you know, in a few years from now, when I'm done wrestling, I'm going to have to revisit it again and see what am I else passionate about as far as, you know, occupation or things like that. So yeah. I think you just always have to be questioning um, like what you're doing, why you're doing it, you know, and then what else can you do? Yeah, definitely have that curious mind and just keep, you know, keep those thoughts in the back of the mind because you never know. And, you know, God forbid for your situation, but like you kind of said earlier, you know, an injury could happen and your life could change in the blink of an eye, right? Like, again, God forbid that happens. But same with any of us, you know, we don't have to be a professional athlete to have some pivotal moment happen that changes the course of your life so kind of stay flexible stay fluid and you know keep those interests alive the only thing that you must do is not be doing nothing the only thing you must be doing is not doing nothing is that it basically you gotta be doing something i see too many people sit at home saying they're bored there is way too much going on in this world for you to be bored you know so i love that yeah that's great 
Awesome. Well, you know, Alec, I, I love following your journey to anyone out there. Um, do you have any, you know, social media that you want to drop or anything where people can follow yeah, you I or mean, I, you know, I connect still, with um, you? Again, I still talk to my old friends from high school and, you know, even from middle school and elementary school from back in the day. So, um, Oh, sorry about that phone in the background. Um, but yeah, I mean, so most people that, okay. um, that know me, they still know me by the same like social media, just Alec Pantelio. I don't really go on. I, I kind of try to lay off social media as, um, more than I have in the past, just because I feel like it's, um, you can get caught up in following a tail pursuit, you know? Yeah. Very, sure. We live in a very comparative society, so it's kind of tough. Um, we do. But yeah, man, anytime any, anyone needs any kind of, um, you know, at least my viewpoint on a journey or they're taking, and if I can help them, I'm, I'm all, for, I'm all for paying yeah. forward. So. Awesome, man. Really appreciate that. So I'll, I'll put that all in the description and everything. If anyone wants to connect with Alec or watch the wrestling journey unfold, um, any kind of last words or thoughts that you want to No, man, I just hope everyone's, today, you know, again, like I said, staying positive, testing negative, um, doing their part to change this world in a, in a positive way. And, uh, I appreciate you doing that, you know, taking your time to talk to me. You know, I'm just, again, we're both kids from just, you know, Canton, Michigan here trying to, trying to make it. So it's people and people, man, you know. Definitely. And, you know, I, I know you're a busy guy. You have a lot going on. So I appreciate you taking the time to talk today. And, you know, I have no doubt, man, you're just going to keep getting better each and every day, chasing those goals, you know. I know our country's in good hands when it comes to the wrestling scene with you. And I'm excited to just see the, the future success you have, man. And even outside of the world of wrestling, I know you're going to be doing some big things and positive influences. Yeah, man. Thanks, Zach. In I really world. do appreciate that. Of course, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate yep, your time. You and uh, we'll talk Bye. to you later, man.